Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by DeVille. Yeah, how y'all doing today? Hope everybody's doing good, man. Getting late in the week. Matter of fact, the week is ending. Yeah, that's why I'm tired. I always get tired towards the end of the week. Because I run myself ragged throughout the week, man. Mother's Day weekend coming up. Rolling up on... That is this weekend, is it? Isn't it? I think it is. Uh, I don't know. But either way, I'm cool on Mother's Day. I already... I uh, invested in a nice gift for my mother. Uh, me and my siblings are buying her a new television set. But the crazy thing about it is, when I um, when my sister hit me up and said, "Hey, let's get mom a TV for Mother's Day," I was like, "Cool." But then I thought about it and I realized all my mom watches Judge shows. <laughs> That's all she watches: Judge shows, Judge Joe Brown, Judge Judy. I forget the other judge lady name, the divorce court judge lady with the short hair. Any any judge that is on TV, she watches that. So we're getting her a neat TV basically for her to watch, to uh, get this new smart TV and watch court in HD. You know what I mean? <laughs> HD TV court. How about that? Speaking of court, um. As I was scrolling through uh, social media, I ran across the lady, the divorce court lady with the short hair. She was uh, talking on, she was on uh, D.L. Hughley's radio show, I believe. I'm not sure if it was his radio show or his podcast. I think he has both. But either way, she was on there and um, he asked her, what is the most common thing that she sees nowadays that is, you know, causing issues in marriages and she said at one point it was money money used to be the thing that was called that would cause all the problems in the marriages but she said now it's social media and social media and divorce has always been one of those hot takes you know because there are so many people out there that um they don't they just don't believe it they say that Social media isn't the goal. And in a way, you could say that blaming social media for divorces is the same as blaming the gun for people to getting shot. But I'm going to tell you why. We're going to go down this rabbit hole. And I'm going to tell you why that I tend to lean towards agreement with the judge on this issue. The first thing is like the, uh, the amount of access that social media gives you to people. We're no longer in a day and age to where, you know, you used to break up with somebody and unless you kept up with their number over the months and years that followed that, you couldn't get back in contact with them. You'd either have to try to go somewhere where you know they hang out. You try to bump into one of their friends or contact one of their friends and find out what they got going on. Try to get, you know, say something or do something that gets sparks a conversation that will lead to you to them hopefully going back and telling them something that you said or that you asked about them but now you don't need that all you have to do is jump on facebook 
you can go, you can find out if they're dating anybody, who they're dating, what the person looks like, what car they drives. You can find out where these people work, where their last date was. Hell, half the time you can find out where they are and what they're doing right now. And then, on top of that, you know, you got messaging, you got calling. You know, you can call people from Facebook, just straight from Facebook. You can request to join people's live videos and all that type of stuff, which just, it opens the doorway. Think about it. That guy who you dated two years ago or six months ago or last week that you decided to block and you moved on and now you're dating somebody else and then all of a sudden you get that notification, ding, ding, whatever it sounds, and boom, there they are. They like my picture. Ooh, they're paying me attention. Oh, they commented. And, you know, just spark that interest. Just open that door back up. And then on top of that, on top of that, it is that accessibility work both ways. Because, you know, you could be sitting at home. Yeah, It, it used to be a time where you'd actually have to leave the house to cheat. Not anymore. You can cheat straight from the comfortability of your own couch. All you got to do is, you know, that but your old lady, your old man, they're getting on your nerves. You jump on Facebook. You jump on Instagram. Post that picture that you've been holding on to. You know that good one. The lighting was just right. The angle was just right. Post that up, you know, with some um, subliminal uh, caption on it. And just sit back and wait for the fish to bite. And if you really overt with it, you can just jump out there. And go to Tinder or Bumble or any of these other different websites where people are out actually out fishing for people to date. And that amount of accessibility to people um, can lead to insecurities, which can lead into problems in a relationship. And it can and it just open door it opens doorways. It can open doorways to where you know, an innocent conversation can be looked at and taken the wrong way, depending on who that person is that you're having that conversation with. It's easy to fall into that rabbit hole. You know, you get that message from that girl, you know, that you never you never really shot your shot. You never really got a chance to shoot your shot. And, and you know, she hits you up. Hey, how you been? And, oh, I'm good. How you doing? Oh, yeah. Nothing. Just move to, back to the city. Oh, yeah, you're here now. Yeah, I'm here now. Well, you wonder we can link up, you know, catch up, or you can show me some places to eat around town. You can tell if you go. Wonder if you could tell me where I could get my car fixed, and then that that door just swings open and gets wider and wider. And the next thing you know, you can end up in a place where you didn't even want to be, that you had no intention of being. And people fail to, or or tend to ignore the fact that. Cheating doesn't start with sex. Cheating starts with conversations. Those conversations that we may start off innocent, but then we realize at some point we shouldn't be having these conversations because maybe we're enjoying them too much. Maybe that we're, we're looking forward to them a little too much. And then those conversations turn into meet and greets. And those meet and greets, you know how that goes. Now, the, and this is partially of what, all the uh with um Aisha Curry what people are saying about her with her opening that door saying that she likes attention from men so 
I could just imagine what her DMs look like right now. If you don't know what I'm talking, know what I'm talking about, uh, go to my last episode and check that out. I did a whole episode talking about that, and I could just imagine what her DMs are looking like now. That she's put it out there to the universe that she likes the attention from men. Now, really, what she, all she was saying was that, you know, being a young lady, a mother of three kids, you know, sometimes she doubts herself. Sometimes she wonders. If she still got it and, you know, that when somebody, when that guy at the gas station, you know, holds the door open and, and, and says just a little, a, a little sentence or two extra than what was necessary, she gets a kick out of it. Most of us do get a kick out of it. We get that same kick from social media when you post that pic and, and the girl says, oh, uh, are you fresh today? Do they, people still say that you're fresh? You get to just, oh, you got that drip. You you drip in the day. That's what they say. You got that drip the day. Or, you know, you post that, the ladies post that pic on her way to work, and they say, oh, oh, man, you are beautiful today, queen. That's the thing nowadays, to use words like queen and, and, and goddess, and, and you're beautiful. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things, but it's just, it's getting to be to the point where it's cliche, but. That's neither here nor over there. The point that I'm trying to make is that the problem that comes with social media and relationships is when we start turning to social media seeking attention that we necessarily shouldn't be seeking. Even if even if it is innocent, you know, sometimes you just want somebody to say something to you to make you feel a little better about yourself. And yes, you you should be getting under normal circumstances. You should be getting that at home. But, you know, people travel. People work a lot. People piss you off sometimes. Sometimes you don't just outright don't want to be the person you're with to be the one that compliments you. Because you don't know how sincere it is. Because they compliment you all the time because you're with them. But I'm going to leave that situation, that conversation alone. And uh, we're going to take a short break. And I'm going to get right back with you. Another interesting thing I saw while I was scrolling through social media today. Uh, as some of us know, not everybody keeps up with this type of stuff. But the Duchess and the Prince had a baby recently. Baby's probably getting close to a week old right now. And he's already, already having to deal with the bullshit. <sighs> when we're going to get enough of this, people. Okay, so a, a radio host from um, the show, radio host from, what is it, BBC, tweeted a, a picture, right? In this picture, there is a man and a woman and a very well-dressed chimpanzee. This chimpanzee has on a pea coat. He's got a nice little bram on, got his cane. And they're standing there and the lady's holding his hand. The man's looking down like he's admiring the flyness of this chimpanzee. Now, what's wrong with this? Relax, I'm going to tell you. He captioned this. Royal baby leaves hospital. Why is this an issue? Well, being the fact that the duchess is biracial. Which makes the baby biracial. Biracial, bi biracial I mean... The baby would more than likely be considered black. 
because you know it'll probably have a, 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 a while being fair complected it probably will have a darker a darker skin tone it will be probably be more a melanated of a child so yeah picture of a chimp and he says the royal baby is leaving the hospital now social media tore this guy a new asshole behind this he quickly deleted uh the tweet and then he made a comment he said sorry my gag pick of the little fella in the posh outfit has whipped up some has whipped up some i guess that's a it's like some british type slang never occurred to me because well mine mind not diseased soon as those good enough to point out is possible connotations got in touch down it came and that's it i don't i don't i mean he so what he's basically what he's basically i don't want to put words in the man's mouth but what he's trying to lead to is that you know he never thought of the racial epitomes of this picture because his mind is not poison he doesn't think like that now that is the, the first the go-to uh argument that people who do stuff like this make well you know i just don't think like that so it never crossed my mind now after we've had dealt with the coolest monkey in the jungle t-shirt after we've done with dealt with the blackface sweater after we've dealt with all of these different uh um um portrayals and images that have came out recently that stirred up all this controversy internationally now internationally he still didn't see or think or feel that there would be anything wrong with him posting a picture of a chimp in a tuxedo and saying that uh the royal baby is leaving the hospital now he is 61 years old so he's from a different time and from a different era where you know jokes were taken a little less uh, a little more lightly but racism is racism no matter if you try to make it funny or not now what he said later was was supposed to be a joke about royals versus circus animals in posh clothes but in interpret it as about monkeys and race so rightly deleted royal watching is not my forte also guessing it was my turn in the barrel so now he's playing the victim now he's trying to say that you know it was his turn to get criticized for his uh, form of humor this is another thing that people another argument that people who do these type of things commonly make uh well i it was i i I don't think like that so it didn't mean that this is what it meant but you guys are twisting now you're twisting my thing my words to make it be about race and this and that no brother you knew better when you did this he he even kept going on and after he got fired he said let me see the call to fire me from at BBC Five Live was a master class of pompous fox gratuity. <sighs> Took a tone that said I actually meant that ridiculous tweet and that BBC must uphold blah blah blah. That's his words, not mine. Literally threw me under the bus. Could hear the suits knees knocking. So now once again he's playing that victim role 
I got fired because the company was afraid of the backlash it were received over a joke that I made that was taken the wrong way. Don't make the damn joke then. Think before you say things. This is a um this is a lesson that we all can learn from just for life general and period because me especially me myself as a podcaster you know i actually have to put time into as much as this may seem slapped together like it's you know and i make it seem so effortless because that's how good i am a lot of thought goes into what i'm going to say and what i'm not going to say so even though you know sometimes i i I push that edge a little bit with some of the things I say I also you know there's a lot of things that I think about saying that I don't say there's a lot of things that get recorded but do not get published because even though me knowing that I'm saying it as a joke or that it doesn't mean what people could uh, um, it, it doesn't mean anything um, meant to be hurtful but just knowing the fact that I, I sometimes just knowing the fact that say, I, I'm saying something that somebody could take and use to make it out to be something that it was never meant to be makes me back off of a lot of subjects that I talk about. Well, makes me simmer down, makes me selective in my wording of a lot of things that I talk about. So take this as a lesson, people. Reporters, media personalities, social media personalities, influencers. If it sounds like it might get you in trouble, nine times out of ten, it probably will. So relax on that. But y'all didn't come here for that. Y'all came here for some discipline. And that's what I'm going to give you. Absolutely. Now, something that you probably heard me say more than once, that on occasion, it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. And I'm going to tell you why. Relax. Once you ask for permission, you leave the door open to either be given permission or to be denied permission now if you just had to did it then you just did it you didn't ask anybody to do it so if it turns out that it was wrong or that people didn't want you to handle it that way it's like oh well nobody told me not to do it <clears throat> but once you ask for permission and you are denied permission you have to be disciplined enough to accept the position that you put yourself in you asked for permission, you were denied permission. And one of the worst things you can do, one of the deadliest career moves, one of the deadliest relationship moves you can make is to ask for permission, be denied permission, and then do what you wanted to do in the first place or go to someone else and ask for permission for the same thing that you have just been denied now i know sometimes pride gets in the way and sometimes you see a, a wrong that you feel should be righted but instead of just going out and, and taking it upon yourself to handle it the way that you see fit you ask somebody what you should do or you ask somebody if you should do something a certain way if you should handle something a certain way and if they said no you're gonna if that is your superior you need to accept that sometimes you got to eat a doo-doo sandwich that's just the way life goes because if you break that chain of command and you go around this person's back or you go over this person's head and you ask for uh, someone else's permission to do the thing you were just denied 
how is that fallback going to be? You remember this from when we were kids, right? When we were kids, you may go ask mom if you could do something, and mom say no, and then you go ask dad if you could do it because you know dad is more likely to take your side and say, yes, you can do it, and then you go off and do it, and you come back, and now mom's pissed because she did it after she said no, and but you say but dad said I could, and now mom's looking at dad like, why the hell would you tell him he could do that after I told you told him he couldn't? And dad's like, I didn't know you told him he couldn't. Now you're in the shithole with mom and dad. Take this information and use it however you will, but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Get you some good nutrition up in you. You're going to need it. Why? Because you're going to be out here getting shit done. Thank you, each and every last one of y'all that tune in to Thoughts About the Field. D.I., the podcast. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And uh, get ready for another episode. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to guarantee you I'm dropping another episode of Growing Up the Ville for tomorrow. Time. If time is on my side. And the universe sees fit. I'm going to give you another episode. But I do have. Um, I am working on trying to get an interview together. So I may. That may take priority over the Growing Up DeVille episode. But hey. Just keep your eyes open. And tune in tomorrow morning. And see what I got there for you. I'm out of here. Peace.